Good morning, everybody. Uh, praise the Lord. Good job, you guys, standing for that long, long gospel reading called the Passion Narrative. And so it was kind of hard because we had to do the readings and you can't have your own book, so it was hard to follow you along and such. So good job standing for that long. In fact, in the rubrics of the Mass, of course, the rubrics comes from the Vatican itself, and it says of this day on Palm Sunday for the priest, it says, keep your homilies short. And then parentheses even said, especially you, Father Brian in Lawrence, California. So who ratted me out? Did somebody here rat me out to the, to the Pope? Who ratted me out? It's horrible. So as we begin now this Holy Week, but before we dive into these amazing readings, my brief short homily, I promise. Remember, this is the most sacred week in Christianity, the most, our most sacred time. So we began with Palm Sunday, of course, and then the next one will be Holy Thursday. Holy Thursday, which will be held here at 5.30 p.m. Holy Thursday is the night that Christ himself left us the instructions of the Holy Mass. So everybody asks you, why do you Catholics do have the same thing every single Sunday, day in and day out? There's no surprises here. You know what's going to happen in a few moments. It was because our Lord said at the Last Supper, do this in memory of me. And we've been doing it for 2,000 years. And we'll do it for the next 10,000 years if it takes that long for him to come back again. And that's why we do it. So on Holy Thursday, we honor that day. Our Lord left us his most precious gift, the Holy Mass. And then, Good Friday, we're back in Portola at 3 p.m. Why 3 p.m.? That's the hour our Lord gave his last breath and died on that cross. So, in fact, we do what's called the veneration of the cross. And remember, on Good Friday, there are no masses on the planet that day. You realize that there are no masses on, the, on earth. Why? And what's cool, too, to think about it, so it's about 1.3 billion Catholics. And on every, at any given hour, there is always a mass somewhere on earth going on every single day. As the earth rotates, there's always a mass being offered to God. Except on Good Friday. The church is silent. Because her master, her Lord, is silent. And so on Good Friday, there are no masses held anywhere. And then... The Holy uh, Easter Vigil, the mother of all vigils, as we call it. So remember, especially if you come to Mass on the Easter Vigil, it's at 8 p.m. It's not at uh, 4.30. It's at 8 p.m. So remember, just keep that in mind if you're going to come to the Easter Vigil. We're going to baptize three new Christians, two teens and a third grader. I was making fun of them at Mass this morning. So uh, praise the Lord. Uh, so Easter Vigil, come and rejoice as we baptize three new Christians. It's going to be an amazing, beautiful experience. Good. All right. And before we, of course, we get into this holy readings of Mass, Virginia, the Mass is offered for your daughter. Huh? And of course, on behalf of the community, our hearts are with you at this time. And we're going to pray to the Lord, offer this beautiful Mass in for the repose of your daughter. So we'll offer for Stacy this holy Mass. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How big do you think the ego of Jesus was when this happened? Ask yourself, how big was it? This big, this big, this big. When our Lord was arrested, when he was being interrogated by Pontius Pilate, the representative of the mighty Roman emperor, and he asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And Christ himself was silent. How big do you think his ego was? Or how about when he was being hit, spat upon, 
whipped. How big do you think his ego was? When he was nailed there on that cross, and they said, Jesus, come down from that cross, king of, of, the, of Israel. I thought you were going to rebuild this temple in three days. Come down from there. How big do you think his ego was? Non-existent. Non-existent. With those palm branches in your hand right there, what you're mimicking there is the ancient Jewish custom of when the Messiah would come. In Zechariah chapter 9, it said that the Messiah would triumphantly enter into his city. And so the custom of the branches, what they would do, they would bring out the branches, go to the main gate, because remember, Jerusalem was a walled city. And so walled cities, you could only enter through specific gates. So our Lord now welcomes or enters into Jerusalem, and they come out and they're singing Hosanna and the high is screaming. And then notice what he's writing. He's not riding a draft horse or a mighty stallion. No, like a triumphant warrior. No, what is he riding? He's riding a donkey. You know how silly donkeys look like? Utterly silly. What is the other name for donkeys that we say in our language? Don't say it. We're in church. huh? Don't say that word. That's what we call them. Why? Because that's what they are. They're silly little creatures. Jesus triumphantly rides into Jerusalem. Jesus is modeling how you and I should live. He is modeling. He is giving us the example how to live. Because what is the greatest destroyer of love? The ego. Ego is the greatest destroyer of our families, the greatest destroyer of our parish, the greatest destroyer of our relationship with God. What was Lucifer's problem? His mighty ego. What was Adam and Eve's problem? The mighty ego. The word ego is a Latin word. It's the first person singular. You know what it means in literally ego? It means I am. So the elevation of our ego, the greatest destroyer of love, it's saying that my will is paramount. Who cares about what you want? I am. That's what the ego does. And so our Lord knows, understands this, that our, that our root of our problem is that we want to elevate our will even in contempt to God, in contempt to our loved ones, in contempt to everybody around us. The ego, my ego, your ego must be destroyed. That is why Jesus marches into Jerusalem on a donkey. Notice the next line. Knowing what was about to happen, he says to them, to the Father now, Abba, Father. You know that line, Abba? If you go to Jerusalem today, you, you, go to, you, you, you see Hebrew kids speaking. You still hear that word, Abba. It's a very intimate word. The translation of English into Father is too formal. It's rather the sense that our Lord here is praying is more like Daddy. 
Papa. So Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, knowing what was about to unfold. He says, Daddy, let this cup pass from me. And then what is that next line? The next line is paramount. It should be tattooed on our chests. But not as my, my will, but your will be done. If we want to achieve happiness, holiness, if you want the holiest and the most beautiful families, what our Lord is trying to teach us is that when we relate to one another, when we relate to God, our first question is, God, your will be done in my life. How can I follow you? And then husbands, wives, children, aunts, uncles, cousins, parishioners, and then how we should relate to one another is, how can I serve you? What are your needs? I am your servant. Husbands, approach your wives. My beloved, how can I serve you? I am here for you. Wives, same thing to your husbands. How can I lay down my life for you? How can I serve you? Children, if you speak to our parents, how can I lay down my life? What are your needs, mother, father? The ego must be destroyed. And our Lord today on this Palm Sunday as we begin the most sacred week, our Lord says that himself with his very life. In that beautiful word, from I'll end here. Otherwise, the Pope will get mad at me. <laughs> Notice what St. Paul writes, speaking of Jesus. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped at. And here's the line. Rather, he emptied himself, being obedient to the point of death. That word empty is kenosis, which means a self-pouring out of himself. That is why blood gushed out of our Lord, by the way. You and I are called to live our family life like that our parishioners like that. Every single interaction, we must empty ourselves like Christ. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.